Hey guys, happy Monday, Kat here. Um, Today we're gonna chat a little bit about shoulders. So I mentioned a little while back that um, I'd say one of the most common things that I see in CrossFit is shoulder injuries, specifically bicep tendonitis um, and rotator cuff injuries. And I I think we can kind of dive into this a little bit more, talk a little bit about the anatomy of the shoulder um, and maybe just some kind of takeaways that you can think about if you're experiencing some shoulder pain or you're feeling some overuse in these areas and maybe um, some things to think about uh, for, for that. So um, the shoulder is a ball and socket joint. Um, and we really need to pay attention to the other joints that are around the shoulder. So we've got the glenohumeral joint, which is the ball and socket. And then we've got the scapula, which is really the foundation of the movement um, that the shoulder can do. So that's your shoulder blade. Um, anytime we have an injury, no matter what joint it is, we always have to consider like the joints above and below and see if there's kind of any involvement there. We need to look at the big picture. If we just go in and like dive into just the knee, we might be missing something, right? So same thing with the shoulder. If we only focus on the ball and socket joint, we might actually be missing what's really going on here. Um, so it's a really complex joint and that's why we see so many injuries with it because there's so much going on. Um, so one of the biggest things with the shoulder is posture and i know we had like a whole episode on posture um but it's so so important because if your shoulders are really rounded forward like a lot of us right we've got that forward head position shoulders are rounded forward or tilted forward it's really you have a really low opportunity or poor opportunity for your tendons the rotator cuff tendons and the bicep to move cleanly to move nicely um and they can easily get pinched in some of those structures so the shoulders all already anatomically there's very little space for these tendons to travel right and if we decrease that traveling space by poor posture those structures get irritated really easily so i think posture is one of the biggest things that you want to target um, if you're experiencing shoulder pain that would be the first thing so really focusing on pulling those shoulders back opening up the front of the shoulder and giving those those tendons those structures in the front a better opportunity to move freely Um, The other thing that I would mention is uh, the shoulder blade movement. So one of the the force couples that um, I think I see a lot of dysfunction in, um, in the clinic is between upper and lower traps. So if those muscles are working properly in combination with serratus anterior, um, then the scapula can upwardly rotate nicely. Um, So things like uh, exercises like T's and Y's, um, even like wall angels, if they're done correctly, can really target on helping that upward rotation of the scapula um, so that the shoulder can can clear that full elevation, so lifting overhead. So most of the time, most of the things that we're talking about is overhead lifting, right? That's where most people struggle. Um, a lot of people experience pain with like sleeping on that side, and it all kind of comes back to the same thing, right? When we're sleeping on our side, everything is really squished in, and those those structures get ir- already irritated so much, now we're compressing and, and giving them essentially no space to move. Um, the rotator cuff muscles, I think, just as like a little anatomy lesson here, their job is to stabilize the the head of the humerus, so the ball in the socket. And they also help to depress the head of the humerus a little bit. So if they're not very strong, that's why rotator cuff strengthening is is such a big thing, especially in rehab protocols. If they're not very strong, then there's more there's more dysfunctional movement within that that glenohumeral joint, right? The ball in the socket can move more. 
um, which is what we don't want. We want it to be we want it to be nice and stable. So that's going to be important when it comes to overhead lifting and any stability work. We're going to want those rotator cuff muscles to be working nicely. Um, so. I guess kind of bringing it back to simple terms, I think important that you target those upper back muscles. So like I said, we've got upper trap, lower trap, even rhomboids and serratus anterior is I think one that's always missed. Those four muscles, if we can try to try to start strengthening those, making them function better, making them work together as a team, we should see some improvements in how your overhead movement looks. Um, number two would be posture. So like I said, if we can really dive into posture, focus on fixing that kind of typical computer texting posture, pull those shoulder blades back, pull the chin back so we don't have that forward head position and just really try to be consistent. It doesn't, it doesn't need to be like 24 hours of the day that you're sitting like that or you're standing like that. But it's like if we can get kind of the majority of the time we're reminding ourselves and trying to be mindful, you're going to notice a huge difference. Um, some other things I would maybe try to add into your training or into your day daily activity is a bit of stability work. So I mentioned that whole rotator cuff providing stability for the head and the head uh, of the humerus in the socket. So if we can add in a little bit of stability and control work, then that should be helpful in strengthening those muscles and improving stability in the whole shoulder complex. So things um like overhead holds even like laying on your back and just holding a kettlebell over top of your chest um if you're comfortable in a high plank position doing maybe some shoulder taps those are all stability work uh so foundational to good scapular movement to good even thoracic movement and to good shoulder movement ultimately good shoulder movement um I think that's kind of all I want to say just to keep it pretty simple. I hope that wasn't too kind of too many crazy words in there, but um, I think it's worthwhile kind of just having a little little look at the anatomy of the shoulder when you're trying to understand kind of what's really happening um, and just really think about what what could be getting irritated. And, and a lot of it, like I said, is to do with that posture and um, maybe some poor movement patterns, but it all comes down to kind of similar things here, right? Um, yeah, I think that's really all I got. Let's um, hit me up with some questions if you guys have anything specific. Um, I'm going to try to go through some other joints that I think are worthwhile chatting about, but the shoulder was one of the big ones that um, I just wanted everyone to kind of get a sense of sort of how to best understand that that uh, that joint and how all the other joints around it are super involved um, when it comes to injuries and dysfunction. All right, team, that's all I got for you. Have a great Monday. Bye.